Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, Do Strippers Make Good Playmates? In other words, is it a good idea to have a stripper as a sexual playmate or a friends with benefits in your life? Well, I got an email here from a guy that sent me, I, apparently he went to a strip club one night, ended up connecting with this really hot stripper that he was into, and he ended up taking her home that night, but he didn't kiss her or make any moves or anything. And then, I don't know, it was a few days later, or a week or two later, she called him out of the blue, came over, basically slept with him, and he wants to know what he can do to basically keep her in that place. He doesn't want to date her long term, but he likes hanging out with her. He likes having her as a sex playmate. So the question is, is that is that a good good thing to have? Well, one of the things that he brings up in his, his email is he says that, and this is common because I've had plenty of friends have dated strippers. I've dated them. A lot of clients have dated over the years and it doesn't mean that they're all bad, but the you tend to have a much higher frequency of drug it, drug problems and daddy issues when you date strippers. So let me, it's a really long email. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'll put the, the whole email on my website. But it's a great email because there's a lot of things in here about having the woman chase you and pursue you. And plus you can see a lot of the things that the guy did right to initially attract her and bring her into his life. So he says, uh, basically it's the first time he's ever reached out to a self-help person to ask something like this. And he's basically, he's got, he's got life coaching issues that he wants help with. And he's also got this romance that he basically wants to get back in order. So without me reading all of this here on the video, he basically meets this girl when she's working one night and starts talking and then she actually mentions meeting up for a drink after work and he's basically thinking, you know, this is BS, this is kind of too good to be true kind of thing. But what he does do here, and you can tell in his email, is he's done a good job by hanging back and he's in a non-hungry state because he's basically acting like a guy who this kind of thing happens all the time. So it's nothing out of the ordinary. And this is where a lot of guys go wrong is when they're talking to a woman that they really like. Is they act in ways that communicate to her that, hey, this doesn't happen to me very often. It doesn't happen very often where I meet a girl and she likes me and, and we hook up and hang out. What most guys do is they communicate neediness. And they communicate that basically, I don't think I'm worthy of you, is is the energy that they end up throwing off. <clears throat> and so he says, uh, this is basically what he does. He he meets up for a coffee, or he takes, or he, she gets in his car and they go and they have a coffee, and it's right by his house. So he play cool, not start making moves. And eventually, a few hours later, he drives her home. <clears throat> and so basically what happens is after a week or two goes by, she calls him crying, upset. And, and the reason why she contacts him after this period of time is, you know, 
Obviously, he should have gone for the kiss on the first date, which he didn't do. Because if she likes you, she's going to kiss you back. If she doesn't, she'll turn your head. But more than likely, I mean, this girl's given, I mean, she came right out and invited him to do something. So that communicates right away that obviously he was acting confident and strong enough and made her feel safe and comfortable around him to the point where she felt like she could trust him. You know, women like this that work around men, they can tell guys that get it and, and guys that don't. And he obviously played his, his cards right here. And so he gets back, and I guess when he what happened was he was going on a trip. That's why he didn't, like the next day he was leaving for a business trip or something. And so he basically, when he gets back, he says, I attempted to set up another time to hang out, but I wasn't feeling her interest level was too high. I was kind of annoyed at her lack of interest and was about to delete her from my phone and move on when I got a call at 3 a.m. when I was in bed. It was her. She was crying. She was distraught and looking for a place to go. The other thing with dating strippers is a lot of times it's not a drama-free affair, <laughs> as this guy has found out. So she comes by. She's wearing her outfit from work including the seven-inch clear heels. They all seem, it's like, is there a place where they all go and buy the same same gear? I've always wondered that. So after calming her down and talking to her for a bit, I didn't waste any time and started kissing her. We ended up having sex all night, and in my 12 years or so of dating, this was the most passionate sex I've ever had. Well, that's one of the benefits of dating a woman who's a stripper. I mean, she takes her clothes off in front of men all the time and, and does sexually suggestive things. So she's not going to be encumbered or have any hang-ups that obviously conservative women are going to have. And, you know, that could be one of the things that's really awesome about dating and sleeping with a stripper or having her as a fun, sexy playmate. So he says, I know getting wrapped up with a stripper was a bad idea but I did did it my I did my best to play it cool. I let her chase me and just take it day by day. I figured I was single, I was insanely attracted to her and why not just keep it casual and have fun? After all it's summer. Why not? So fast forward two months and we'd hung out a lot. I rarely had to reach out to her. She was always popping by after work and making excuses to come by. Even came to my parents' place and we hung out with family all day. Unfortunately, her daddy issues and drug problems eventually came out. Yeah, that's usually what happens with them. But not all of them. There's, there are, believe it or not, I was actually reading an article just recently about this woman. She's a writer by day and works for a very well-known media company. But the problem is that the pay sucks. And so she goes and works basically a few hours a night and basically makes in a few hours what she makes in a whole week of being a writer. And so she does it for the money, and she's got her shit together. It was a really fascinating article, as a matter of fact. So it doesn't mean that, that every woman that works in a strip club is fucked up, is a drug addict, and has daddy issues. It's just that a lot of them tend to be that way. So the weird thing is, was instead of ending it, I, I saw all these red flags. I just kept rolling with the punches because I was incredibly attracted to her, and I either ignored the bad things or I just didn't care was happening is you were projecting your high interest level onto this woman. I've dated and slept with quite a few gorgeous girls, so it's not like this was new to me, but everything about her pushed all of my buttons just right. It was the first time in my life I'd had sex with a girl, and after, I still lay there admiring her body and still wanted to touch her 
and B close. Eventually, the other shoe did drop and things started to go downhill in October. She stopped calling and texting as much before eventually things died right out. It was such a shock because I always let her lead and I was careful not to be too needy or say too much. I guess I did show my hand some because she would bug me sometimes saying, You always answer when I call or you like me so much, huh? And so basically what she's telling you is that you're too easy, you're too available, and you're not much of a challenge. you got to remember, this girl's gorgeous. She's a stripper. She's got men throwing money at her all the time, probably buying, wanting to buy her gifts. And just all, I mean, if you heard half the stories that I heard in my life about the things that guys do with either women that work in restaurants or strippers, I mean, you'd be fucking amazed. And so this girl's got her choice. And so what happened, it sounds like you got a little attached to her, and you started acting needy, started acting insecure, and she backed away. And when she would back away, you would tend to chase, which just would turn her off. And so what you want to do is you want to continue to do what made her successful. Is this woman initially, I mean, she's texting him the first, very first night, like when he's out in the car waiting for her. She texts him, I'll be right out. That shows a high level of comfort and also shows she's not afraid to get in touch with a guy. And so basically what happened here is that she would call and text him. And what I always teach a guy to do is it's always because, I mean, bottom line, a scientific fact is women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. And so when you, she doesn't hear from you and you're not chasing her, because she's probably got hundreds of guys that, you know, I should say maybe dozens. She probably doesn't give out her number that much, but she's probably got dozens of guys that are blowing her phone up, trying to hook up with her, trying to hang out. And they're always going to go after the guys that they don't, that never seem to respond to them or that just aren't really making much of an effort. Those guys are a challenge and those are the guys that they're going to, that they're going to chase here. So basically he says they haven't seen each other a month and she would, she still will randomly call me every two weeks and ask how I am and other formalities. And basically... What I teach you, gotta let you gotta let them come to you. And so she's going off, she's doing her own thing, and she calls you, but it sounds like she's not bringing up getting together, which she may have done in the past. And so all you have to do is that the next time she texts you or calls you, just say, "Hey, why don't you come over and hang out? I miss you. I want to see you." And probably the reason why she doesn't bring it up on the phone is that she's calling you, hoping you'll invite her over. And she, if she was doing it before and she all of a sudden stopped, it's not necessarily that. She doesn't like you anymore. The bottom line is she's calling you. But what's happening is she may be testing you. She may purposely not bringing up, maybe purposely not bringing up getting together because she wants to see if you do it. Why? Because she's testing you to see if you really like her or if you're just letting her come over whenever she wants and, and get laid, basically. And by simply saying, you know, look at it this way. It's like she calls you. It's like an invitation. Hey, I'm thinking about you, that kind of thing. And all you have to do is take an opportunity. Just, hey, why don't you come over and hang out? Simple as that. Come over, hang out, have fun. She'll end up sleeping with you, probably stay in the night. It's like you got to let her come and go as she pleases. And so basically what's happening is she's calling you and you're not doing anything. You're not doing enough to reciprocate. You're actually backing off a little too much, and that's what your problem happens to be. Because your weight, because she senses weakness, and that's why you don't hear from her for a while. And then after a, a week or two goes by, then she starts to doubt. Oh, well, maybe this guy's not so weak after all. And that's why she continually comes back to you. 
And so the thing you got to keep in mind is like a woman like this, you know, it's just like when a woman's a little girl. What happens? She gets upset. She goes to her dad and sits in his lap, cries. He makes it all better. And this way, you've allowed this woman to come to you at her own pace. You know, she calls you out of the blue, ah, you know, all upset. She comes over, you calm her down, and then you end up having sex. And so now that she's an adult, she, you know, all women do this. They, you know, instead of going to their daddy for love and support, when they're an adult, and obviously because they're having an adult relationship, they go to the man, whoever the man is in their life, that makes her feel the most safe, the most comfortable, and the most loved. And since you're not chasing her, you're not pursuing her, you're just letting her come to you at your own pace, you just, when she does that, you just got to accept her invitation and invite her over. It's all you got to do to turn around. I think you'll be totally fine with her. So if you appreciate the value of the information in this video, you can show your appreciation by going down to the Wibia toolbar, which is at the bottom of your screen. If you're watching this video on my website, and click the PayPal donate button and donate any amount that you feel is equal to the value of the information in this video. At the very least, please share this video with all your friends and family by clicking any one of the, face, the social network sharing buttons, which are also located on the Wibia toolbar at the bottom of your screen. If you have a question you want to ask me or a topic that you'd like me to cover in a future video newsletter, just click the contact me tab which is on the left hand side of your screen and send me three or four paragraphs detailing your situation and if you'd like to book a paid phone coaching session with me personally so i can help you with a specific situation click the products tab which is at the top of your screen and follow the instructions for booking a paid phone coaching session and i will talk to you soon